welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast, where we talk all things fangirl. I'm Caitlin. I'm Peyton. And I'm Reba. <laughs> so lately, we have been reading Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer, which, if you don't know at this point, is Twilight from Edward's perspective. But before we get into that, real quick, since we are your designated fangirls, want to talk about our latest obsessions. So anything that you have been into lately since, you know, we last had this discussion in episode one. So any books, shows, movies, music, anything you have viewed or been into lately? I guess I'll go first. I marked down what I'm currently reading, which is Atlas Shrugged, which I will probably still be reading by this third season of How our long podcast. Is it? forever okay <laughs> i've read 160 pages and i'm like 12 percent finished with it it's like i'm not gonna do that math but that's really long yeah it's, it's like a thousand pages it's a thousand sixty eight or something like no, that thank you but uh i'm also in comics i'm reading maid sama and a bunch of freaking manhwa right now what that means it's what? like korean manga but anyway oh. Um, oh i didn't know it was called that okay yeah. cool with tv i think i should mention that i went back and started watching from dust till dawn the series on netflix because yes yes because you know it's freaking awesome it's vampires too definitely different from twilight most things are yeah (laughs) i've also been watching uh demon slayer which is an anime i've got to watch that yes the barista (laughs) barista the barista our local coffee place drive through yeah (laughs) he told me he was like he saw my Inuyasha sticker on my Jeep and he was like, oh, you like anime? And we got into a big discussion about that and he's like, you need to watch Demon Slayer. So I started watching <laughs> Demon Slayer because I listened to my barista because he... <laughs> they always know. Baristos and bartenders, they <laughs> yes. know their they yes, do. They do. <laughs> uh, I've been back. I've been going back and watching Shit's Creek. Love it. That that was like one of my quarantine shows. Yeah. You all know my favorite character. Yeah. Alexis Rose. I am a rose. <laughs> therefore, I'm related to the roses. Yeah. I relate- They're my cousins from Canada. I relate to David Rose a lot. I- Ew, David. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, I'm like, every time I see him. However, I also love Mora. So, baby. I saw a meme that was like, I want Moira to be my GPS. Yes, my aunt posted that. And I was like, you watch Shit's Creek? Yeah. So, of course, I'm still on 90 Day Fiance and all the spinoffs. Right now, I think we're on <laughs> Happily Ever After. Oh, God. Um, it just started a few weeks ago. So, oh I'm on God. that right now. And then I wanted to add on mine is like future reads because it's summertime now, guys. And I'm out For of you. It, <laughs> it will almost be my summertime when this episode comes out. Yeah. We'll, we'll be getting there. Yeah. So I wanted to add in, I um, have a whole bunch, but to top the list, my future reads for this summer is The Master and Margarita by Russian name I cannot pronounce, and then Invisible Monsters by Chuck Palahniuk are the two top for that list. Because I'm going to have to quit Atlas Shrugged for yeah. my men- for mental yeah. health reasons. <laughs> Solid list of things I will never read. <laughs> you go, you go, you Hey, Reba, what about you? What are you obsessed with currently? Obsessed with? Um, or just, you're like, this is cool. Uh, <laughs> well, 10 out of 10 recommend. I forgot that I have been watching some anime until Peyton mentioned it recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I usually watch it with my friends. So, like, it's not like me myself just watching it. So, that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But you have friends. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, dude. I mean, like, I've never. She's got more than I got. I don't hang out with friends. I don't hang out and watch anime with friends. <laughs> me either. So. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, shout out to Sila, who watches anime Woo, with me. My classmate. Um, <laughs> I've never met in person. <laughs> but yeah, so we finished watching um, one called Skate the Infinity, which is actually about skateboarding, but it was fascinating. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, I sent you the the one gif where it says bitches and bros and non-binary hoes. Oh! That's from that show. Oh, that makes <laughs> I love sense that, now. but... <laughs> yeah. Makes so much sense. Okay. And we also started re-watching um, Black Butler and then I got her into Ghost Hunt, so we're rewatching that too. Oh my god, I love Ghost Hunt yeah. so much. She I d- wish they had come out with another season. She okay, does sorry. too. I got really excited. I felt I very really excluded from this conversation, <laughs> but it's of my own doing, so it's okay. Okay, Ghost Hunt is like the most awesome paranormal show ever because it's like super into it. Yeah, like, it is. How you hunt ghosts, what you look for, how you find okay. people with ESP. I, yeah, it gives a lot of like background information, which is very fascinating. It is. It's super awesome. But yeah, it's she she very much got into that after I showed it to her. So we started watching it again because she yeah. was like, can we just watch it again? And I'm like, sure, sure we can. <laughs> I'm like, I will never want to rewatch this. Uh-huh. Like, I want to watch it all the time. I wish they had to come out with a second season. It sucks. It really, it really does. They left out so much information that if you look up, it's like, how? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I've tried before. Ugh. But yeah, there's that. And then as far as other shows, I was on Chinese dramas and now we've moved on to Thailand. So we got a bunch of the different ones of those going on mm-hmm. my you're YouTube. just gonna take a road trip around the Asia yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. road um, trip I don't know I'm thinking I mean I was into yeah <laughs> you would like you would like eastern dramas if I I think yeah, you would like some Korean ones it's, it's super tropey and it's like really really bad I just can't tropes. read subtitles yeah. yeah my attention span does not correspond well with that like K-dramas are like my guilty like I can't watch them in English but I can watch them mm-hmm. in, yeah. <laughs> like, in like Korean. some of the um, like plot lines I hear about I'm like oh that sounds cool but I can't watch it because I yeah they have some some very fascinating plot lines in some of their shows it's like what is the most messed up that we can do Mm -hmm. let's put in a K-drama I moved on from K-dramas and Chinese dramas to Thailand so now we're taking a trip around there so my YouTube is covered in different languages right now we should (laughs) ask best what her favorites are oh yeah I would love to know you should do that as far as reading goes other than (laughs) still working on Midnight Sun there hasn't been any specific book but maybe some poetry books here or there but that's about it solid well i've done a lot of reading this year i've read 15 books this year which i have not done (laughs) since high school and i'm not talking like you know really tiny books i'm talking like they're at least 600 pages usually Mm -hmm. i have slowed down a little bit which is fine Um, yeah you were i was worried about your health for a little while i mean i did you're reading a book a day essentially yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I was reading a book a week, and I did the other day actually read a book on because I got Kindle Unlimited in two days. But it was like contemporary. There was a lot of fun stuff happening. It was wild. Yeah. So that was fun. I also, I finished the A Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass. The second book is amazing. It is one of my favorite books of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm serious. I was so into it. I read that one in like less than a week, and mm-hmm. it's pretty thick. And that is series is also getting a TV show, or it's supposed to be. So I'm looking forward to that. And whenever it comes out, if we're still doing this podcast, I'll be making y'all watch it. Okay. <laughs> I've already been told I need to watch Shadow and Bone. So yes, which brings me to my TV show obsession. I watched Shadow and Bone in the two days and I have not read the books and still do not plan on reading the books because I heard like at least the initial Shadow and Bone series, people are like, it's okay. And you know, usually I read and watch stuff for the ship and I feel like my ship isn't the one I need to sail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I really like The Darkling, and whenever I inevitably make y'all watch that, <laughs> wink, wink, if we stay up late enough tonight, Yay. y'all will understand and also love The Darkling, mm-hmm. even though he is f***ed up. And also my favorite characters, they have their own series, so I'm considering reading that one, which I feel like y'all will also like those characters the most, so... That is one of my TV show obsessions. I'm also rewatching Buffy for later on podcast episode stuff mm-hmm. that we are doing. I was watching a lot of Law and Order SVU, but sometimes all the crime really gets to me and I get really paranoid and really sad. So I stopped for a little bit, but I love a good crime drama. Yeah. My attention span isn't that long as we have learned. So like episodic type things where there's a different plot each episode. Love it. No movies. I don't like movies. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Just I'm period. the movie watcher of the oh. group. <laughs> I have been watching a lot of high school musical lately which is normal i will say i did watch the newest mortal Kombat last weekend which i i bought an hbo max subscription that's what sila did (laughs) i have some thoughts i won't go into it right Mm -hmm. now but i will say hbo max does have a lot of bad movies on there that i really need to go through and watch because i watched like pop star with aaron carter the other day it was amazing like me and my father who is (laughs) even though i have she hasn't been posting a lot of videos jamie french on yes. YouTube she does movie Make- and makeup yeah and like she just watches bad movies and does her makeup while yeah. talking about it. she reenacts scenes but pop star was one yes. there's some great ones out there that's why I started that's why I watched that movie specifically because yes. of Jamie French. also I used to have a crush on Aaron Carter I don't know why I did too. I got him and Jesse McCartney confused I'm definitely a Jesse yeah. McCartney honestly girl. when you posted that like telling us that you were watching it I thought that was Jesse McCartney, McCartney. Aaron Car- <laughs> he got really weird for a while and was like really weird about stuff with Hillary Duff and I yeah. just was not a fan. Yeah, I don't like movies but as far as music I'm pretending I'm 17 years old and listening to Olivia Rodrigo as much as I can even though she only has two songs out. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to pretend I'm 17 years old um, whenever her album comes out. Totally- because while I cannot relate to Driver's License I'm always bumping to it and acting like some guy broke my heart when I was a teenager. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot to talk about my music stuff because mainly it's a lot of like a lot of like heartbreak type stuff yeah. based off some like some of the shows that I've watched recently, like fan made videos that have these songs. And mm-hmm. I'm like these songs are really good. But also, I really got back into K-pop just because of one group. So I've been listening to them too much. Oh, so geez. what what group? Stray Kids. Okay, I don't know them. I've got Stray a, Kids or Straight Kids. Stray S T R A Y Kids. You got to hear Felix's voice because that's a that's Ooh. a hot take. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I pretty much hear lately it's all been indie rock. So yeah. all like really weird indie. Well, rock. when I do listen to music in my car, it or is emo. Taylor Swift because I'm still a basic white girl at heart. <laughs> but usually I'm listening to a podcast or an audiobook anyway yeah. because intelligence. I don't know if it's because we're reading Midnight Sun or just I'm in my 20s and I'm going back to my childhood Mm -hmm. and accepting how I was Mm -hmm. I just thought of it I have listened to a lot of emo screamo alternative (laughs) you know I was there with you for some of that phase (laughs) I was back like I was standing in the corner being like oh okay yeah like me like I got all time low and Hawthorne Heights like I've been blasting them and uh, I still have some of their songs saved in my Apple music yeah (laughs) Yeah. a day to remember like I've been like jamming 
women did that in the car. So I uh-huh. so I think maybe Twilight's brought that out of me a little yeah. bit, but I don't know. I think that's also for me, except for instead of it being songs, I've gone back to like wanting to watch a bunch of the old cartoons that I watched when I was younger because I accidentally saw Rocket Power on the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? We're going to go do a free trial of Boomerang <laughs> and watch all of these old shows. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I always try to put on like stuff that I loved as a kid and as a teenager on my little sister because I can. She loved Legally Blonde. Let me tell you, that was mm-hmm. unexpected out of left field, but she loved it. And I was like, more power to you because Elle Woods is my idol. She loves pink and she's not a horrible person like everyone else. She is a queen. <laughs> yes. Getting into our Midnight Sun discussion. Last time we read. <laughs> last time, you know, things got complicated a little bit, but then they simmered out a little bit. Edward was kind of considering different paths, different paths in his future with Bella. We thought about the probability of different things happening. And now things are kind of tangled up. And we have chapter 16, The Knot, and chapter 17, Confessions. I think it's Confessions. And I do want to correct a mistake. So I had some of the Twilight chapters mixed up Mm -hmm. in the last few episodes. So if they're not accurate, I know they're not accurate. And I apologize for that. But anyway, with that being said, we are on chapter 16, The Knot. That goes along with chapter 12, Balancing in Twilight. Mm-hmm. I apologize for episode 8's total mess up. But anyway, we start this chapter like most with this weird ass vampire watching a 17 year old sleep. <laughs> oh, wait, it's not just any weird ass vampire, it's Edward, Edward Cullen. Cullen. <laughs> Charlie may not be the best <laughs> chief of police because he didn't notice the undead intruder in his daughter's room. <laughs> I mean, Edward is really quiet. He's also really good at hiding. So. Apparently. <laughs> sure. He just like sits in the corner. Freezes in the dark corner. Curls into a ball. No, he's in a freaking rocking chair. Like, I don't That's, care. If, yeah. I, I don't, don't care, care if you're quiet. A rocking chair is not. No, never. <laughs> it also gives me the idea of the Cullens have ever played hide and seek with each other before. That Edward can read minds and <laughs> Alice can see the future. That would not work out. No. Maybe normal vampires could them. <laughs> and Jasper would be like putting them, like making their emotions to where they want to be like leap out. <laughs> Maybe if it was a game You're, with you're hiding in the closet and then suddenly like anxiety presses in on you and you're like, and Jasper's like, oh, I found you. <laughs> If it were me and that was my power, <laughs> I'd use it. But Charlie leaves and Edward left Bella's room so she could get ready because they've got a big date planned. They got a big date and they're going to go off into a field and just frolic. In the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. And mm. chat. Touch and, and no one knows that they're going there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any first date, Bella, any first date, you tell someone else where you're going. Yeah. You don't have to say it's with this hot vampire. You I mean, know. I think we've already established that Bella has no common sense. So, no. and I mean, <laughs> I mean like... Edward mentions that later several times. <laughs> yeah, quite frequently. Like, you're calling your girlfriend stupid. I don't disagree, but... but and apparently these bitches matched clothes without <laughs> trying. I, I, I was reading this before bed, and I remember I was Snapchatting y'all, being like, "Oh my gosh, they are matching." Because first off, I'm thinking about Bella's outfit, and I'm like, "This is the ugliest." Mm-hmm. Like, what is she wearing? A Button-up, white-collared shirt. Yeah. Sleeveless. Sleeveless. Not even, like, cap sleeves, but sleeveless. 
And I'm picturing it's like 2005, so she her pants are probably pretty baggy and mm-hmm. like flare or boot cut. And I'm like, what shoes is she wearing? She's freaking wearing some clogs. You no forgot, doubt about it. You forgot the brown sweater. Yeah. I forgot the brown sweater. But she's literally wearing exactly what Edward's wearing. And I'm like, why? That's not cute. No. For neither one of them. Is her hair down? Yes. Is her hair at least down? Yeah, and this scene There was one is. point later on where it's in a ponytail and I'm like, honey, that's not the look. Oh, it's, I know, because yeah. I imagine it in like a really low ponytail and for some odd reason in my imagination her hair's greasy. Maybe that's a Kristen Stewart It's, it's definitely uh, the baseball scene with Kristen Stewart <laughs> yeah. and her hair's in the it's when it's crazy. when she when she goes over to their house for the first time she has her hair in a low ponytail then does she yeah she does i remember reading that oh yeah and she's yeah. wearing the blue, blue top. top we're not there yet yeah. we're not we're there not yet there. anyway we're bella is there. not a fashionista and my eight-year-old self would not approve and my 24 year old well also self alice picked out edward's outfit so like <laughs> fashion it's I don't want to like get into like gender stereotyping or whatever, but I feel like it's a more acceptable outfit for an Edward type of character. There we yeah. go. Bella, no, honey. I no. still don't like brown at all, so I, I'm offended by the color. Brown. Bella likes brown. Bella Which loves that. The yeah, color brown. it's the color of Bella. Bella, brown, brown hair, rocks. brown eyes, likes the color brown. Just. <laughs> insane to me because brown makes me angry i don't know why but i love it does. chocolate but not other things yeah i don't think i own anything with brown or tan in it but we did back in the day didn't yeah it? we did brown brown was a huge color. i had brown gauchos that i wore i had brown gauchos as well we are aging ourselves <laughs> yes we are i had pink gauchos i mean i had those too you see my oh i had green ones i had like I they weren't think... camouflage i mean i had brown things like in um 2000 like Eight, nine, ten-ish. It was really popular color. Yeah. Poor Edward has to suffer with the speed limit <laughs> when they get in the car and she's driving. And I feel so sorry for him because it would drive me nuts, too. He's like, we're going to make it there anytime today? <laughs> drive me nuts. Edward thinks she's going to be disgusted when she sees him in the sun, which is something. Okay, so here's what He's Edward so needs dramatic. to think. dramatic. He needs to think that whatever he thinks that she's actually thinking, it's the opposite. opposite. Yeah, I don't know why he does that. You're beautiful. But, um... I don't understand. But no, I don't get why he's like, I'm a freak. I'm a monster. She's gonna see what the hideous thing I am. If she has well, an already- Self-love. Self-love. You beautiful. Glitter. There's no... Th- <laughs> There's no ugly vampires, so... And also, she hasn't already run at this point, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, she sees your face. I mean, the rest of your body is, must be like a consolation prize or something. <laughs> yeah. While in the car, Edward asked about Charlie and Jessica knowing where and who she's with. And of Thank course, she's for says, thinking about things. Yes. And of course, she says no, because she's Bella. And then Edward's like... He gets so angry. He's like, are you so depressed by Forks that it made you suicidal? <laughs> well, that kind of goes back to what we talked about in a previous episode, where like, mm-hmm. she wants to keep the thought of edward and edward to herself yeah so she's not going to tell anyone that she's on this weird ass date with her well with her dad i can understand and also i can understand with her friends because her friends would definitely butt in oh yeah yeah angela angela's responsible the only responsible one justice for angela come on y'all she's a good friend we let her be your friend yeah really it's Mm -hmm. more bella just being bella but yeah pretty Um, much too good for the humans 
Yeah, yeah. she's uh, more concerned with the trouble it would cause him, and he gets pissy and emo about that. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable, because he's right, and that she should have told someone yeah. where yeah. they were going. Justified. I mean, he could kill you, chick, okay? I mean, <laughs> literally, she could have told Angela. Angela yeah. would have been like, okay, cool. All right, I'm not mentally ready for this, but we got to get into it. (laughs) Bella gets out of the car, and she strips her sweater off to reveal a sleepless white button-up. And in my notes, I wrote barf. (laughs) Picture it, the white button-up. I want to know about the bra situation as well. Oh, dear God. What color bra are we wearing? Brown, too, probably. (laughs) You can just see through it. Yeah. No, we would have heard about Edward's horny. Yeah, he would have said something about that. Even like a bra strap was poking at. Out. Yeah, I could see like that. Something. Picture the white button up, mm-hmm. some flare blue jeans, mm-hmm. regular blue denim wash, and some clogs. It's Do really sad that on. I could really picture that, and I don't like the way it looks. <laughs> okay, and I'm just going to say it. So she wraps this sweater around her waist, and Edward is the reason <laughs> for school dress codes. Because the way he talks about her f***ing <laughs> shoulders... <laughs> Is. You think every like school district person who makes up these rules is like Edward Cullen was into Bella Swan shoulders? <laughs> yeah. Therefore, <laughs> that must be it. And then I gotta say, because Edward takes his sweater off, so is Bella. Like, cause she goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she actually does, but, like... No, she probably does. There's some Oz in these next few chapters. Yeah, there oh is, okay. and I hate Lots it so sighing. much. We're going to skip. We're going to get to that. Um, I did say, like, the whole idea of them going to the meadow and, like, her not really knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Complete serial killer vibes. Totally. Yeah. I'm like, this would not end well in most tales. They start hiking, and then um, Edward asks more questions, which made uh, Bella seem like she felt unwanted by her her mom and Edward was super concerned about that and he was mm-hmm. like he said something along the lines of uh, what socially acceptable thing I could do to show her that she was worthy and stuff and I'm mm-hmm. like no, nothing you do is socially acceptable. Yeah. Well you're a vampire. <laughs> to back up for a second like when the whole she's like oh we're, we're going off to hike in the woods and she's like not really happy about it he's like why is she like so upset and I'm like Edward you idiot she trips and falls over everything why 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 wouldn't she be upset? You about know this. this. You've seen this happen. <laughs> I would be upset if I had to go hiking. Oh, I did love during like their little Q and A session, and he's just asking her random questions, and he's like, "Who was your second grade teacher?" And like she tells him, which is funny because I'm a second grade teacher. But then she was like, "Who was yours?" And he's like, "I don't know. Like I don't remember. That was over a hundred years ago, Bella. Yeah. Why would I remember that?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, this isn't normal, Miss Prochaska." That was his second grade teacher. Mm-hmm. It's canon. Oh, here, here, here's the the line that you were talking about. It says, I had the oddest desire to wait on her hand and foot in some socially acceptable way to show Bella that her merely existing was more than enough. Yeah. Imagine he's just like wearing a dog collar. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Edward's getting more nervous about revealing himself. <laughs> show yourself. In a socially acceptable way, I As imagine. he says, stage fright. <laughs> Okay, and we finally get, I don't know if we ever talked about the cover of the book, but we the get. Po- he mentions it several times. I, well, out. I don't think we clearly spoke about it. I yeah. think we like briefly yeah. talked over yeah. the, the earlier part where he mentions the whole Hades and Persephone uh-huh. thing. But it was only like one brief part in an earlier chapter, but now it's getting a little more prominent. Yeah, there's another Persephone reference here where she walks into the sunlight and he sees her as the goddess of springtime. There's not much left with this chapter because the last thing he does is 
walk into the sunlight. Yeah, I says, love like step into the light, and I think of Beauty and the Beast. I think I think Belle says it to the Beast whenever she first meets him. I mean, mm-hmm. I've watched both movies recently. Yeah, and I don't remember. Yeah, I think that's She's like step into the light, and he walks in, and the creepy music plays, and there's lightning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, this doesn't happen in Twilight though. No, no. that would have been fun. Like the Robert Pattinson strained face happens <laughs> yeah uh and i do want to say i did say the meadow scene was one of my favorites and before we get to the the, the scene have you changed your mind i actually have and we'll get into Ooh, it more. spicy i honestly I still love the dialogue but i forgot how i don't know if i just glanced over it or what but having to write down the physicalness of the yes. interactions it was very not fun for me yeah like <laughs> I mean, like, what I said when we were talking about this outside of the podcast, like, earlier today, messaging you guys, like, this just made me feel uncomfortable yeah, in a, some yeah, sort I of agree. way. Yeah. I don't know why, because, like, I'm pretty sure it's one of my favorite scenes when we were younger in Red Twilight too. and, like, mm-hmm. reading this now, I'm like, I'm cringing so hard. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? But anyway, I guess we'll go ahead and get into it. Edward is being hella dramatic about being in the sun, mm-hmm. glittering. Bella screams out his name, and he thinks out of fear, but when he opens his eyes because he's being hella dramatic and he's like of course closed eye <laughs> he's just he's, he's like up at the sun. <laughs> no Spotlight. no he's like i'm gonna close my eyes so i don't see her her terrible reaction to what i look like and i'm like edward you idiot it's not gonna be terrible i know he sees her running towards him instead of away and she's scared about the sun hurting him I'm like Mitch, he's been out in the sun he's gone to school i know it's cloudy but there's still sun rays yeah yeah there are okay. he'll be okay and once he confirms it doesn't she observes him that's the she observes word. him yeah i wish like no this is probably better him showing her and just being like just wait i'll show you what happens in the sun but he was like or she said so what does happen to you in the sun <sighs> oh i <And> glitter <laughs> he's like i sparkle and she's like huh <laughs> excuse me you do what yeah i'm kind of like a human disco ball (laughs) yeah it's like that's weird man honestly i would have loved that had that conversation having happened i would have loved that so much more it would be more (laughs) funny and this was the first scene written well not in midnight sun but in twilight this was the first scene i want to know if it was all of this she had a dream about and woke up and wrote down yeah or if it like i always pictured just like them laying on the grass staring at except she's bella in this situation she's staring at this vampire and just uh-huh. like romantic music is playing See, and she's like uh-huh. okay so this guy's a vampire and she's a teenage girl and this is their story yeah see that's what i pictured like that's what I, I pictured yeah. yeah i thought that if i remember correctly that in some interview that she had that it sounded that way mm-hmm. when she spoke about it like it was like that yeah i actually read that interview recently between last recording session and this recording session i bought the illustrated guide mm-hmm. the official illustrated guide of twilight and that was the first thing yeah. in it which i'll have points about later that was in it and that's what she said was it was the meadow scene and they were staring at each other but she knew he was dangerous like he's in the motorcycle gang <laughs> and he's sparkling he is a serial that's for killer. book two book two is all about how edward is the motorcycle gang <laughs> that's why he has to leave her and why he goes to rio <laughs> makes more sense than i'm still than anything else than anything else why rio <laughs> why rio there's a bird there and the Olympics were there <laughs> recently. That's all I know about the country. Not the country. The country is not In 2005, <laughs> though? Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I haven't been there. He wanted to see the Jesus statue at night. Remember, he goes there and he starts talking Spanish and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> 
The one place in South America. The one language I don't know. (laughs) She reaches out and touches his wrist. She tells him she's never seen anything more beautiful. Edward is shocked. I'm beautiful? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna have to get into my Heather's the Musical references at some point. The monster comes out by that. I mean, like, he's his thirst. But Edward calms down enough to sit down and think it through. Edward thinks about thinks about insects like a weirdo. <laughs> he like he just sits there and starts counting insects and birds and like yeah. other wildlife. And Can I'm like, Edward, read animals' minds. You know, that's a good question. What the? F- Why has that not entered my brain before? Well, I think it would be mentioned if he did. I feel like it would be too, but you just never know. I feel like he'd be like, darn, I can't read a dog's mind. (laughs) I don't know. He's not very astute enough. I'm still upset that he doesn't realize a lot of what he should as a mind reader know. Mm -hmm. I'm saying he needs to step up his game. Come on, man. But anyway, Bella reaches out and touches Edward and he doesn't stop her. I'm sorry. I wrote this quickly. And yeah, she starts uh, caressing. Yeah, she caresses his him and his arm. A lot of caressing of the hands and the wrists. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> it's ridiculous. Edward has never been touched on the arm, apparently, because of the way he reacts he to sure this. He sure as hell reacts like he's never been touched before. Yeah. And Edward lifts up after asking a question <laughs> and realizes their faces aren't far away. No, to back up for a second, I totally forgot that she was like, he's over there mouthing words to songs to himself and she's like did you say anything he's like i'm just singing to myself what is he singing he's singing songs that never made it like past like being written or like bad songs and why they never caught on it's it's us it says concurrently i thought through the songs i'd heard most rarely in my century of life nothing common that i'd heard played more than once tunes i'd heard ooh. Tunes I'd heard walking past the open door of a bar, peculiar family lullabies lisped by children in their cradles as I ran by the night, and then something about theater you know projects. What he's doing? This is inappropriate. He's talking down that vampire boner. <laughs> I think that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, essentially. Because, like, like, if I'm going to sing lullabies to make sure things <laughs> stay where they need to stay. Because if it was anything else, like if it was the thirst, it wouldn't be. Let me think about these random ass lullabies <laughs> that never worked. Yes. It was crazy. I don't understand him as a human or vampire <laughs> whatever he is today whatever he is they're not far from each other's faces and bella looks like she's expecting a kiss oh edward's vampire side reacts and he throws himself away from her he just like yeets himself into a tree <laughs> Yeet. he, and imagine like, being bella and you're like what? she what? was holding on to his hands yeah he was oh like, yeah he's like yeah. i thought i had to look up to make sure it didn't take her hands <laughs> off me yeah he's got to make sure her hands are still attached to her body like dude and he's like if i were something better if i were somehow stronger instead of a brutal god i can't read today (laughs) of a brutal near pass at death the moment could be could have been our first kiss yes it could have been yeah Yeah, it could have needed yourself across this field (laughs) and and bella's over there apologizing like sorry edward and she brushes the hair behind her ear like sorry edward and then he forgot how hot that was and then he and then he enters into his very, very hard emo face. To think you can outrun me. <laughs> yeah. He actually sits down before then. He sits he down. Sits down. <laughs> like his brain right oh. now. Is- <laughs> <laughs> so he does this and then he sits down and apologizes. And I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. Like on the grass? Where is yes, he sitting? like a yard away from her. Hang on, says, where, where are we at? I got I, the book here. I, as Bella, I think at that point I'd be like, no, okay. I need to reconsider something. <laughs> he yeeted himself away and he says, I walked back slowly wondering if I should keep my 
my distance, but it didn't seem right to shout my apology across the meadow at her. I didn't trust myself to be as close to her as before. I stopped a few paces away at a conversational distance and sat on the ground. So then he apologizes. <laughs> He's so dramatic. <laughs> and then, and then after this, goes into his unforgettable brooding rampage and throws a tree. <laughs> well, like, gets super horny. He's about to kiss this girl. He throws himself away. He sits down and he thinks about what he's just done. And then, it, like, something overcomes him again. And he just starts chunking trees. It's chunking them. Yes. Then the icon- And just going off on her. Yeah, the whole iconic lines, like, everything about you invites me in, like, as if you could, like, stop me, as if you could outrun me. And Those she's lines. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just wanted a little peck on the lips, dude. <laughs> yeah. Smooch, uh, smooch. And then he calms down again, and they hold hands again. Like he says, "This down. whole chapter no. is very concerning." <laughs> <laughs> then we start caressing again. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! She's like, it's okay, Eddie boy. <laughs> it's like, don't be afraid. I'm not gonna hurt you. And after all that, I'm like Edward remembers you just threw a tree. <laughs> so Edward remembers having the same feeling he has now after returning home to Carlisle and Esme as the prodigal son returns. Uh, the I actually winked at her. Edward, why are you winking at her now? <laughs> He's like a freaking mental patient. <laughs> like, I love her. Wait, I love her. No, I don't. I love her. No, I don't. <laughs> Who well, he's been battling with himself just off and on this whole time. It's just we haven't seen it all within two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like and over like a chapter. Com- I just feel like if I was Bella, I'd be like, I need to think about this. <laughs> yes, I'm really into you and you're really into me. But, but are you okay? Yeah, I don't. I think you need to- therapy. I think you need to do you for a little while. Do you some yoga? We need some vampire therapists out there, okay? Some meditation? I think Carlisle would be a good vampire therapist. <laughs> he really would, though. Yeah. Alice is a good second choice, but that's just because she knows what's going to happen. She would be all up in your business. <laughs> Alice would already know no, what you're Rosalind about to say. would be like, get over it. <laughs> and Alice would be Emmett like... And would just be laughing at all your problems. Yeah. Alice no, would, Jasper. Jasper would be good because he could influence... But He'd only, be a psychiatrist. He'd be like, you're on drugs. Drugs. Yeah. Yes. You would have to stay close to him. I don't know if that would work out. And then Esme would just be telling you how amazing you are she's and how like, everything's oh. going to be okay. And you're like, no, but how can I fix this, Esme? <laughs> but she's okay. like, oh, oh, you poor sweet baby. Okay. Alice would be great, though, because you got to imagine she'd be like, okay, so this is going to, is what's going to happen to you. So you might need to mentally prepare for that. I know, like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Like, if, that. like, if you're talking to Alice, though, you'd like go in there to speak to her, but she'd already know what you're going to say. She's your psychic. <laughs> you want <laughs> she'll just be like hold up don't even speak do this 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 and this <laughs> i know it doesn't sound right but drink some lemon juice and spin around three times <laughs> you'll thank me later <laughs> no it's not just for my amusement <laughs> but anyway edward and bella start talking again because casually because the last two minutes did not happen <laughs> according to bella <laughs> ignore the uprooted tree over there in the back ignore it <laughs> Someone take it off set. Bella starts riding on like Edward's palm. Okay, that was kind of cute. Yeah, and then Edward's like, <laughs> Edward helps Bella rides. So Edward, Edward, please, please go, go away, away into his palm. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> I know, I put, which I chuckled at. <laughs> they talk about being together and what that means. They talk about Edward's thirst. And Bella mm-hmm. asks if there's any hope for them because mm-hmm. Edward's being pessimistic at this point. Yeah. And I don't think she entirely understood what he was talking about. 
but no, she definitely did. Alright, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Even reading Midnight Sun, <clears throat> nope, wasn't there for you. Okay, I did have to mention. I I don't think I've said this on this episode. But I was looking back in Twilight, and this chapter in Twilight, twenty six pages long. Yes, this chapter Midnight Sun, forty pages long. It is so long. It's so so and long. And I understand Edward's got a lot more to think about this situation than Bella does. Bella's just like, I really like this dude, and he, yes, he's a vampire, and he's just and had I just a figured out episode. Sparkles and he's going crazy but even like whenever he goes crazy she's like oh no what did i do wrong i don't know what is wrong with bella i think that's a- ingrained into her from childhood though yeah i mean it's definitely trauma i think like maybe that has to do with the personality types and everything that we've discussed but my thought process i think is a lot more like edward where i'm thinking of scenarios and all the different things yeah. oh yeah i definitely but Bella's do that very much like this one path this one line uh-huh so that's interesting it is goes back to stuff with her mom like that she mentions mm-hmm. oh, yeah. earlier in this cha- the last chapter to Edward and stuff so and it's so sad that she's like what did I do wrong because it's not your fault like, no honey he's just crazy and, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> and like you're just fine with it Edward quickly assures her then goes into detail about how he almost killed her yeah I know uh, it's like let's use this analogy about flavors <laughs> yeah and he thinks of what he would have what would have happened if he had let her die that day it's pretty pessimistic too yes. yeah well, then we get to our iconic line of yes you are exactly my brand of heroin yeah and then we go <laughs> my next li- my next bullet is he expresses how he cares for her the lion line oh yeah where, yes. where is that at i i remember reading it just a second ago yeah um i did mark so that what a stupid lamb with a sick masochistic line i did mark that then mark the paragraph underneath it where he's just talking about that fact saying that in one light guess i was deliberately ca- causing myself unnecessary pain and enjoying it the textbook definition of masochism but the pain was the price and the reward was so much more than the pain so really like he doesn't care that this whole thing is going to be painful not just like thirst wise in the moment but the fact that like she is likely gonna die in the yeah. scenario that he wants to happen and he's like it's better to have love and loss than never love at all yeah and i think that's kind of where he's going with that i mean i also like that in this like a uh, whole scene right here that a lot of the stuff that happened earlier in the book is like cleared up between the two of them like yes. the mm-hmm. differing points of view mm-hmm. so like edward being asked out about this multiple multiple guys to like dates and stuff and like other things that happened at the hospital where he gaslighted her and like mm-hmm. that stuff a lot of yeah. that's cleared up between the two of them here too yeah. that means said it was not okay no No. i would give him a little bit more about it if that was her but Mm -hmm. whatever so then he holds her face and then decides he (laughs) wants to touch her more and cue the uncomfortable touching from here on out yes lots of stroking but a very um minor i'm pretty sure when i first read twilight we were younger that i delighted in these scenes and i'm like uh not yeah it's not good later but (laughs) he puts not about myself he puts his cheek on her throat then his ear over her heart then bella touches his face they talk about physical contact he holds her for a while yes i i did mark the line where he's like there are other hungers hungers i don't even understand they're foreign to me and she's like 
understand that better than you think. <laughs> wink, wink. And I'm like, see, is this our first sexual conversation? Just innuendo right now? Yeah. And see, like, yeah. when I was, because I was 11 when I read this, it mm-hmm. kind of went over my head. Like, oh, definitely. And because I was just like, oh, he must be talking about his hunger for, like, love and attention. No. I've been hungry for something. No, sweet baby pain. I don't know that how much of it. this went over my head when I was younger, because I don't remember, like. Oh, I probably just scanned right over this. Yeah, probably the same. But that's pretty much the end of, like, them being in the meadow, because he runs them out of the forest. <laughs> Is this a spider monkey part? No. No. But I love this monkey, scene, though. The spider monkey was added in. Yeah, that scene was added in, but that's. No, like, I mean, he's carrying her. Yes. Yeah, he's carrying her running through the forest. Yeah. No, I was thinking of, because, you know, she feels like she's going to throw up afterwards. Yeah. I was thinking of this scene and one of the, um, on the CW, the Flash Arrow crossovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barry's carrying Diggle, and Diggle's like, I'm going to throw up. And Diggle's this big guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, that's, like, all I was thinking of. And he's like, sorry, man. Like, no, I would definitely throw up if no, this that is, happened to me. This happens to be one of my favorite scenes because it's just really funny. Like, her, she's like, I'm about to pass out. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> she gets really queasy, and he's kind of shocked. But he's, she's got a weak stomach. She, she really does. does. Edward says he was thinking about something once Bella had calmed down and was not sick anymore. And then he holds her face, makes sure he's ready before kissing her less awkward than the movie is what i put in capitals it's so much more romantic in the creepy meadow than in in the dark bedroom yeah the meadow's only creepy because they're alone and he just went off on her and uprooted a tree i'm gonna be honest i completely forgot that he kissed her at at this point because i I had no idea yeah i was reading this and i was reading the earlier part of this meadow chapter and i was going how far into this book do we get before they actually kiss and then that came and 378 like, oh. pages. <laughs> too many. Halfway through the <laughs> book. Too many. That being said, I just appreciate the build up so much more. I really do too. Afterwards. It's so boring once a couple gets together. Yeah, I had a struggle after that. <laughs> But with that being said, my problem with the movie is that it takes 400 years for them to actually touch and they look disgusted with each other. (laughs) While they were doing it, in this, you were getting, like, Edward's point of view and her, like, feeling and, like, her opening her mouth to him, which, I mean, it's not that as gory detailed as it sounds, but you can tell that they're actually kissing and not forced to kiss like it looks like in the movie. I mean, I also just find it funny in this scene that Edward's like, okay, I'm gonna kiss her, and then Bella's like let's deepen this kiss and edward's like no bella it would be bella's the horniest one let me tell you (laughs) bella is so damn horny like it's so bad you go girl but he's not gonna give you anything (laughs) like i said i was a kid so a lot of that went over my head but she thirsty bitch (laughs) do you think that if edward would have stayed with his plan to never be sexual with her that he would have been like yeah you can have a side piece no no how selfish of him i I have to mentally prepare for the next part because this is well it's not that it's just getting over getting over the hump i'm sorry i'm getting there after the kiss they argue over who is driving and edward wins edward's like friends don't let friends drive drunk and she's like i'm not drunk (laughs) i'm drunk on love baby (laughs) i'm drunk on you (laughs) yeah He's like, you can't even walk in a straight line. You're not driving. Yeah. So I marked where she's like, well, are you not affected by my presence? Yeah, I was about to say that. But I marked with this. I said um, the paragraph where it says, for the first time in a hundred years, I was grateful to be what I was. Every aspect of being a vampire 
All the danger to her was suddenly acceptable to me because it was what had let me live long enough to find Bella. So he thinks, you know, he's gone through the past hundred years and everything he's experienced in order to find this person. And I'm like, if that's not the sweetest thing. Forget about I love yous. I want a guy to say this to me. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Forget about all the other he does too. He needs to say this to me. Yeah. And he doesn't. He doesn't say any of this to her. True. The (laughs) only line he says to her is in a later chapter of, you're, you're my life now. And that's as far as he gets. Which is cute and everything, but this is like. And he still doesn't say, I love you too. No. Maybe he knows this will like make her real horny. If I think he's honestly, well, I think he's scared that he's going in too fast. But I don't think he realizes Bella's going in too fast. She's like she has a drive fast, but yeah. everything else is like fast and loose. She's, yeah, I was, I was about to say like he, like he, obviously both of them are like, yeah, we lo- both love each other. But I think the reason he's not saying it is to keep that last mm-hmm. barrier mm-hmm. because he's like, oh, well, she's going to be human and this isn't going to last, you know, yeah. whatever. So he's last yeah. barrier there. And like the whole point of, I feel like Stephanie, because we're on a first name basis, Stephanie writing <laughs> this book, get all stuff writing this book, is so that we could see like the emotions and just the thoughts of Edward while Bella is very like human and she's only lived 17 years and it's kind of surface level Edward has so many other things about his life to think about he has his family and he has you know his past to take into account this whole like vampire world to take into account where Bella just like this very small part of her life like her life is not that big yeah I mean like she's it she's in her own world like she only has Mm -hmm. these certain things and that's it I do want to mention since we got to the meadow scene and Bella thought that he was going to be burned by the sun. What's our vampire fact or two? So, as I mentioned, I got the illustrated official guide, and there's the vampire myth section. So, the Voltry had apparently circulated myths about... That's so smart. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I'm going to spread as much shit as I can. Yeah. Just to, like, overcast the real Isn't stuff. that mentioned in a later chapter? Probably. A little bit, I but think... I don't think, like, fully. No, I don't think so. I think it's just, like, briefly mentioned... In- when Edward's thinking about something else. Yeah. But the myths that they circulated include vampires are burned by the sun. Yes. Uh, vampires are always unconscious during daylight hours. Vampire. <laughs> yeah. Vampires have no reflection. Vampires can be harmed by crosses, holy water, and garlic. I want to know, like, if they had a committee to come up with this <laughs> you know, they're all gathered around. They're like, you know what would be hilarious? <laughs> garlic. Uh, vampires have visible fangs. Why not any other spices, though? Why garlic? Maybe the person who came up with that really hated the Gar- smell of garlic. Pungent. I guess because of or the, the smell. the people who, like, um, they drank the blood from. Yeah. Ate a lot of garlic. A, it's a stout smell, I can imagine. Like, oh, I hate the taste of that. You know, like, ninjas can't drink or can't eat garlic or anything because of the smell. I did not know that, but okay. <laughs> Your face when you said. That was so serious. Because it's a fact. (laughs) But I wasn't expecting the word ninja. And I had to think about, did she just say ninja? That's exactly what I was thinking. Anyway, vampires can assume the form of a bat. Vampires must have permission to enter a house. Vampires can be killed by a wooden stake or stabbed into their hearts. 
So this means that the Volturi must have made the book Dracula. They made a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, they've apparently been around for millennia, mm-hmm. so... I prefer the explanation from the Vampire Chronicles, though, when mentioning Dracula. He, Louis says it's the drunken ramblings of an Irish man or something. <laughs> I can't remember, but... It's that missing <laughs> member of the Volturi who's never lo- no longer around. Yeah. No, I think, if I remember correctly, this is mentioned in the chapter about Carlisle. Yeah, the- that's what I was thinking yeah they go into the vulture yeah um the tarot the truths that they were able to eradicate over time are vampires have red or black eyes gold wasn't an option Mm -hmm. uh vampires reflect in the sunlight they never sleep are nearly indestructible nearly indestructible nearly can i just say i don't know if i exactly like the idea of them just being either beheaded or burned i love a good steak (laughs) i'm gonna mention that in our vampire episode but i love a good steak (laughs) I like it cooked. Well done. <laughs> and pointy. I just feel like there's not, there's a lot of plot holes in like, there's obviously got to be like vampire hunters and stuff like that. Oh yeah, there are. I'll get into that near future episode. <laughs> okay. The things, and this is literally how Stephanie Meyer wrote this. Truce the Volturi were not able to quash. Quash? That's the word she used. Quash. So it's not squash. Did they say that over in the West where she's from? She's from, I thought she's originally from Connecticut. Or so it's Well, she lives out West, I think. Yeah. I have no Um, idea where she's from. According to the Parks and (laughs) (laughs) Recreation. Very accurate. I mean, (laughs) probably. That's probably true. (laughs) Well, let's do a quick Google while you're you're talking. Okay, so what they were not able to quash. With a Q? With a Q. Just squash without the S? Yes. That is incorrect. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, let's see. Because you like no, because squish them. Because uh, apparently it is a word. Um, according yeah, to yeah, she's from Connecticut. Reject or void, especially by legal <laughs> procedure. Oh, so us in the South saying squash. Maybe we're just thinking squish them. Yeah, yeah, squish them, squash them. So apparently it, it's a word. So they were not able to quash vampires are flammable. They're pale. They drink blood. Are beautiful and immortal. Cool. They couldn't just find an ugly vampire to. Well, we'll get into that when we talk about James very subjective we'll we'll get into that when we talk about james (laughs) we had the kiss there was a release edward also revealed himself not really a release no there was a slight release a lot of caressing next up is a lot of cuddling yeah and a lot of conversations that i really don't care about Mm -hmm. so next time we will be discussing chapter 18 mind over matter and chapter 19 home where like i said lots of cuddling um they define their relationship they dtr and we meet the Cullens officially, or Bella does. We already know them. Yeah. But we meet them officially, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also, I, I'm really looking forward to a conversation between Edward and Rosalie. So Me too. Looking forward to that and looking forward to the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on Let's Call It Nothing. <laughs>